Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Ceasefire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 98, and today we'll be talking about the second week of the Steven Nuke. I'm GC13. And I'm Hunter. Hey kiddos. Uh, I'm going to apologize preemptively for any uh, background noise. Somebody in my house is vacuuming. How dare they? Yeah, like who needs cleanliness? It's Steven time. I mean, geez, that's what, isn't that what pearls are for? Well, that and waging successful wars. How do you know I don't just live with like five pearls? Because nobody's that lucky, Hunter. Oh, you'd be surprised. So, I have to be honest, while I did like week two, uh, I do think week one was better for me. Um, I don't know. Uh, I really liked week two. I'll, ah, I'll say that. I, week two, week, week two had me. Week two, week two got me. Now, week two had the so long in the making monster reunions. My sweet baby is back! That is a strong point in its favor, but I didn't feel, feel so much for Alone at Sea, which I thought was going to be an episode I really loved, but... It turns out it's just Lapis being miserable and Jesper being yeah. a fusion junkie. Yeah, I um, I, me and Sophia talked a little bit about this of how, yeah, the metaphor for fusion was running pretty pretty thin, uh, in Alone at Sea. Like fusion's always been like a meta metaphor for, uh, it's always been like various kinds of relationships, yeah, intimacy really, just like the overarching theme of intimacy, and. It, it didn't, it barely even felt like a metaphor at this point. It just felt like they were pointing it out to themselves, which don't, don't get me wrong. It was a, it was a cool moment. It was really neat, but yeah, it's, uh, they're starting to get really in our face about it. Well, I mean, it's like Steven said in, or it's like they said in love letters, the fusions are relationships. Yeah. So it, they explicated it even back then. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, this this was a good week. I really liked this week. Uh, I loved Kiki's Pizza Delivery Service. Kiki is uh, such a yeah. sweetheart. She is yes. such a sweetheart. And it looks like it's going to have a happy ending, but it did hurt to see Ronaldo lose his... Uh, oh, what lose, was it? Oh, Jaime-sama? Oh, oh Jaime-sama! His princess. Pro- proving every day that we are all more like GC than we want... Or that we are all more like Ronaldo. That was a, that was a Freudian slip. That we are all more like Ronaldo... <laughs> Than we want, than we want to let on. Mm-hmm. We can't live without our princesses. We're like the Ice King. What was it? Panda princess. Koala. Koala prince. Oh, excuse me. Koala princess. You would have remembered Koala princess if you had read his blog, Hunter. Personally, I prefer Sloth princess. I think they're better. I don't know. I had to vote for the Koala princess. Yeah. The best hang around, do nothing princess. Like I said, I, I guess I guess we should go episode by episode. So the first what? episode, Restaurant Wars. I just want to point out that Ronaldo still a prophet here. He had a bad feeling about about that. He knew. I mean, he he didn't have enough time to think about what would happen, but he knew something bad would happen. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo actually can. Ronaldo is a half gen half gem hybrid, just like Steven. Yeah, he he his mother must have been a sapphire. I'd I'd love to see some like super ridiculous fleshing out of Ronaldo being part of the like Ronaldo is white diamond. Hmm. No, well we know onion is yellow diamond, and we know Kofi serves yellow diamond because what you know. Remember Kofi has the yellow triangle 
on oh. his on his apron, whereas <laughs> everyone else has an actual pizza slice. <laughs> yeah, Kofi Kofi serves yellow diamond. Yeah, yeah, Kofi Kofi has the yellow triangle, and everyone else has the pizza slice because only Kofi serves the true master, Yellow <laughs> Diamond, who is Onion. Yeah, that that yeah. Yellow Diamond who Peridot talked to was just a decoy. Yeah, nothing you say can change my it was, mind. It was all just a, a giant uh, hologram, like in uh, Star Wars. Yeah. But yeah, but I, Restaurant Wars was pretty good, although I gotta I gotta curse it a little bit for making me really really want some fried mozzarella sticks. Right? No, like while I was watching, I was like, I gotta go to Sonic. I have to go yeah. to Sonic right yeah. now. It's like it's it's I haven't I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to because every time I see that episode or think about that episode, all I can think about are getting me some fried mozzarella sticks. Also, I have to try putting ketchup in the fries. That's that sounds delicious. I don't know how they did it. I don't know either. It must, it must be a gem magic thing. Yeah, it has to be. Oh, but Kofi, uh, somebody on the sub pointed out that Kofi was referencing a 1996 Bagel Bites commercial. What? When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza anytime. Oh, that's cute. So I mean, he directly quoted the commercial. It was beautiful. <laughs> that's really cute. I like that. Oh, Kofi, you. I did think it was funny. In the episode when it looks like they're about to team up to run Steven out of town and they just beg him to leave. It makes me wonder, did they beg the owner of the Everything Buffet too? Or did they run him out of town proper? I think they actually begged him. They they like got down (laughs) on their hands and knees and they just begged him like, please leave. And he's like, well, fine. There's only like 15 people in this town. I might as well. Yeah. You know, it shows you, this episode just shows you how confrontational Kofi is. I mean, like. You have one accidental infringing on the on the restaurant treaty. You'd think that he could have just served Stephen a pizza, uh, French fry pizza, and called the whole thing a wash. You, you know, it's, it's called negotiations here, Kofi. You don't just—he's got that fiery Caribbean spirit. You don't just go to full scale warfare every time somebody's soldier looks at you cross-eyed. Yeah, he's he's definitely got like the fiery spirit of a Caribbean. Uh, na- uh, a Caribbean local. Aren't they from He's... Ghana? Are, are they from Ghana? I think they're from Ghana. I don't know. I, uh, well, then, boy, do I feel like a tool. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. Now that you mention it, I don't know where they're from. Yeah, I, th- I think that's. I think that's one of those bits of information you only know if you follow the Crewniverse on like Twitter and on Tumblr. But I know that Nanafwa is based off of Mr. Jones Cordy's, I want to say it's great-grandmother, the one who designed the Ghanan flag. Oh yeah, I forgot about that! Some relative of his with, yes, in that direction. Okay, so yeah, I'm guessing they're probably, like, if if It's probably just his regular grandmother. They're probably from Ghana, but it's probably called something more clever. It's, it's probably called something clever. No, I mean we have the Empire State. We have Keystone. So does 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 Ghana have a nickname that they call themselves that they can go by in Steven Universe? Huh. I don't know. I don't know much about Ghana, and by I that know. I mean I know nothing about Ghana. Absolutely nothing. I don't know. Not not very worldly. How, how can I spend time researching Ghana when I'm spending all this time in Steven Universe? Yeah, I know. With four weeks of a new episode every day, there's just no time in the day to uh, learn about anything else. Yeah, and, and you heard right that uh, right after the Steven Nuke is done, 
the next season starts up again. Well, thankfully, it's with weekly episodes, so we'll have a bit of time to breathe. You Thank know. darn goodness. I mean, the, the Stephen Nuke is intense, but I, I... Okay, well, next week I'll be glad that we're getting them one after the other, but yeah. for the most part, I would appreciate being able to digest them a bit. I, I agree. I agree. Makes them feel more special. But, so, Kiki's Pizza Delivery Service? I'm sad that they only referenced Kiki's Delivery Service in the title, and... Yeah! No other way that I was able to see, but this was a good episode anyway. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see a reference uh, in any other way either. But, I don't know, this... Kiki is such a precious little darling. Oh my goodness, I love her. There's gonna be a cheese rave at the pizza cave. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. I want that on a shirt. Kiki. <laughs> that was funny uh, oh you know what i love just the random little bit that they tossed in when steven saves kiki the first time and then rides off on doc copter dream steven as he's <laughs> flying off that was i loved that that's cute Ugh. yeah this this episode was just cute it was really cute and then i love seeing dream steven warrior dream warrior <laughs> I love seeing Steven get really, like, genuinely frustrated at Kiki. Yeah, with, uh, I mean, I, you, you never told us you were uh, Zach's voice coach, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I, he... Where do you find the time? Obviously, he's been listening to the podcast and has been uh, taking some, um, like, keys from us. That was a reference to us, I guarantee you, yeah. Oh, yes, must it must have been. Yeah, absolutely. Finally, finally recognizing the small fries. I, I wouldn't be surprised if I got a call from Sugar right this evening. Just be mm-hmm. like, hey, we want you to voice Greg's brother from out of town. Good luck in your voice acting career, Hunter. Thank you, thank you, thank you. May all your dreams come true. Oh, excuse me, I'm an actor. Dreams don't exist anymore. There's a DreamWorks joke in there somewhere. So, somewhere. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was it was just super fun. And we get to see Steven's growth of power. It, it seems each episode had Steven yeah. exhibiting that he's growing in power. I hope anyone who was upset about the way Steven didn't seem to learn his lesson in the new Lars took note of how quick he was to... How mortified he was at first when he thought that Kiki didn't want him in her dream. Yeah, that was that was good on you, Steven. Or heck, he, he didn't even wait to think about that. He just realized, oh boy, I was in somebody's dream and then just automatically assumes I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Mm. Well, good, good on Steven. He's growing, he's learning, and that's a very respectable view to take, Steven. I'm proud of you. You know, the, this episode does leave one question unanswered. Huh. When he falls asleep on his feet at the end there, does Jenny just leave him there? Does she, like, take him in and sit him down at one of the tables or something? Um, I I imagine she just tosses him into the ocean. Okay. Or, like, she, like, puts stuff on him, like... She can use him as a coat rack. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm I'm thinking, like, he's asleep outside the store. They uh, they dress him up and make him hold, like, a chalkboard that says, like, uh, 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 buy one, get one... Uh, yeah, there you go. two slice... Or something, give him, like, sunglasses and some fish. I don't know, man. So, oh, something else from Restaurant Wars that I just thought of. Um, Kofi wanting to brand Steven. Oh. Was, like, was that him just being <laughs> aggressive towards Steven? Or does he give this treatment to all of his value I, customers? I imagine <laughs> Kofi's just an aggressive businessman. Like, that's just him. I imagine that's Kofi. Like, that's that's how he runs things. <laughs> 
Uh, oh, man. I don't know. Kofi is a beautiful, beautiful resident of Beach City, and I hope he never moves. I want to I wanna have an episode where Kofi, like, tells stories of his youth. Hmm. Embellish so that he's the best at everything. Yeah, have a have a Garnet's universe, but for Kofi. Yeah, where he's telling the story about how, you know, I was on the track team, and I was on the football team, and, you know, anything, anything else you can think of that it would be cool to be good at, I was good at it. Yes, I was on the track and football team. We were very popular. <laughs> yeah, you know, the the school only had enough budget for uh, for one one team, so we just rolled everything into it. It was it was it was quite fantastic, and I was the best at it at all of it. Yeah, he scored thirty rebounds and uh, six touchdowns in one game. Ah, yes, yes, while also running a lot. Yeah, while uh, while just constantly going around that track, just <laughs> boom, like a madman. This is a really stupid sport. <laughs> But Kofi is the best at it, and don't you forget it. <laughs> Monster reunion. We wanted this to happen oh, so bad, oh, I'm and so it happy. finally I'm so happy. Did. It finally happened. And I mean, I, I know that she was supposed to be, like, hideously disfigured and everything, but she was dang cute, too. She was adorable. Oh my god, I've watched Monster, Re- I've watched Monster Reunion, like, 20 times already. It's... Ah! I love it so much. My precious little sweetheart, Centipedal. Oh, little Centi. Little Centi! One of these days, Steven will fix her. I believe it. I believe it. It has to happen. Steven, we all believe in you. You have to do this for us. If it ends and she hasn't been helped, I'm I'm putting together a GoFundMe for like a Steven Universe new season on like MS Paint where it's <laughs> a whole season based around Centipedal. Well, at the very least, maybe we could get a webcomic to wrap. I mean, I bring the webcomic thing up every time. Every time. That's because it's a good idea. I'm just saying. It is a good idea. The art style, the art style, like, lends itself very well to comic. It's like, I'm just saying, hey, guys, you know, maybe we do a webcomic at some point, you know? And, like, the ones they've made have worked out so well. Hmm. Yeah. I think genuinely, yes. Yeah. But, oh boy. So Steven was able to pick up a lot from those pictures. Yeah, now now we know. We know a little more than we did before. A, um, a little. A little. Alright. Um, I'm going to assume that the commander she was talking about wasn't Yellow Diamond. Yeah, that's what I think as well. Yeah. Because, well, for one thing, it didn't quite look like her, but I could forgive that. But second, she was like on the ground. I don't know, just from what we've seen of Yellow Diamond, she doesn't seem like the type to actually get on the ground and command. Yeah, she she's a manager, not yeah. a commander. Yeah, she seems like the type to delegate. She has people for that, you know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I wonder what kind of gym she is, too. Hmm. Oh, Centipedal, yeah. Some people are trying to make out what she said, but uh, I can't. It's gibberish. It's all gibberish. Steven needs to learn how to read gem. yeah. Wait, are they wait, are they trying to make out what she wrote? The gems know what she wrote. She wrote something in gem script. Yeah, but like oh no no no, that's that's not what I meant. Well she did write her name, so Pearl knows exactly what kind of gem she is, even if she's never seen it before. Yeah. But they still yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we also know a little bit more about corrupted gems. Yeah, the a corrupted gem of the same kind will it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They may they may look they may look different in their regular forms, but when they become corrupted, they gen, they overall look pretty much the same. 
But this is only one example. We don't completely know that. Uh, I we think can, we can we generalize. Can safely assume. We can, yeah, because we saw two other centipedals. Uh, yeah. we, we can assume. We'll assume. So is it just me, or she was a lot smaller in when she turned into a monster this time? Don't you think? Um. Well, considering she was like enormous, like yeah, like a three, center. like a three or four story building in like the first or second episode. Yes, she was a okay. lot smaller. Just, just. I'm wondering. Because it'll be a little while before we get to, get to do a full episode about this. I just want to get this out there right now. Um, if her quest to find her crew, which is probably what she was on, is what led her to A, become so large, and B, to spawn little centipedal minions. Maybe. I don't know, but that also make, makes makes you think about all the other corrupted gems. I mean, the, the ones that are still running around might just be the biggest and the baddest. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. And that also makes me think, are all of the gem beasts that they fight, every single one of them, corrupted gems? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Because it, it seems like the super small ones, like the shrimp... I think I think those guys are just wildlife... We have, I have no idea yeah, what's up with those guys. I, I, I'm willing to bet there is a type of gem wildlife. I mean, like I said, I initially thought that the gem monsters were just gem wildlife, but... You know, once we, once we have stuff like Island Adventure, that's that's what Gem Wildlife probably looks like. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. With the the weird looking fish. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. No. Not, none of none of us. None of us know. Hunter. Yeah. None of us know. Uh, none of us know. I don't know. That would be cool though to explore. Like to have an episode where uh, Pearl's just teaching Stephen about Gem Wildlife, about like the the genimals. I don't know. I think I think they have bigger fish to fry, so to speak. But ah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, on to the monster reunion was definitely the one that I've been looking forward to the most. But alone at sea definitely was the biggest impact. Yeah, I, I was looking forward to both of them. I didn't know which one I was most hyped for, but alone at sea didn't do so much for me. Really? Yeah, I'm. I will say it felt a little anticlimactic. Just based off of the commercials, I had been so looking forward to an episode where we get to see just Lapis hanging out, having some fun. And that is, I mean, we got to see her having fun blowing the horn, but that was like the one time where she was happy for a prolonged period. Yeah, there's, um... I mean, there's a reason it was the SS Misery. <laughs> oh my god, do you do you know the song? Mm, I probably do not. Okay, there's, there's a, never mind. It's a song from The Hit movie penguin and the pebble or the pebble and the penguin where they're aboard the ss misery but (laughs) anyway um yeah there's there's a lot of delicate subtext with lapis's character that i don't quite want to get into because i don't like i don't if i'm gonna if i'm gonna talk about lapis's character and all the subtext uh like allocated with it i'm gonna want to like write it down and create a thesis but for right now, Lapis is, in a very basic sense of it, a representation of intimacy gone horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah, well, she has Peridot now, don't don't forget. She does have uh, Peridot now. Because Peridot's Twitter account has still been active, and she was tweeting about literally running with a pizza all day, discovering bees and other things that can hurt her on Earth. But, you know, she wanted to tell Lapis the story when she got home from Alone at Sea, but then she just texted, or then she just tweeted out, oh, 
in all caps. And then finally, lowercase O, and then, you know, I think she might have tweeted something about, you know, she'll be back later or something, but sounds like she was there for Lapis when Lapis told her what a cruddy day she had. Oh, that warms my little heart. Ah! Ah! And, uh, oh. and uh, for, for anyone who's not following the Keep Beach City Weird Tumblr account and is worried about Ronaldo, I think he and Jane are going to be okay. She liked his post when he used Koala Princess to explain to her what was going on. So I think I think they're going to be fine. But oh. But yep. So we got Tumblr uh, is helping Ronaldo patch up his relationship. We got Peridot telling us on Twitter uh, we can read between the lines and think she think she's there for Lapis. Yeah, it's it's a good day to be plugged in to technology. That warms my heart. That really does. Like that, because the lap. If you read between the subtext of Lapis, there's a lot of very there's a lot of dark adult themes there. There's a lot of spooky stuff that I don't want to get into. But seeing Lapis the way she is in this episode, it's totally understandable for a person in her position. It really is. Yep. But at least she has a friend. At least she has, yeah, at least she has Peridot, she has Steven, she has more or less the rest of the Crystal Gems. I think really only Garnet would understand. Pearl would try to keep her at arm's length and, you know, Amethyst would try, but all she can do is buddy-buddy around with you. Yeah. I, I hope... I hope we do some healing. This is a good step, though. This is a fantastic step. I thought for I thought for a millisecond that Lapis was gonna go back. No. I thought I thought so hard. Like, no, don't don't do it, you precious baby. Don't do it. That would never happen, Hunter. Lapis I thought, I thought still might. misses Jasper. Yeah. But her aim is getting better. Uh, uh, get out, GC. Out. Uh, oh, if you think that I am the first person to make that joke for this episode, you have another thing coming. Uh, God, but uh, there was yeah, a it... beautiful, beautiful video that somebody did from Jasper's perspective. My ex-wife still misses me, but her aim is getting better. Oh my God! Perfectly but timed. Aim... <laughs> Perfectly timed. This uh, lapis punches her with the water. God, I wish I could do a good Grunkle Stan impression, <laughs> but. Yeah, it was. I loved the themes they explored in this episode. I love. I loved how they looked. They looked at it from a perspective that wasn't just black and white. Of Jasper did a bad thing, and I hate her. Of just exploring these complex emotions. I like that. I thought I was a brute, but you, you're a monster, and you, you can't tell if she's condemning her or admiring her. Probably yeah, both it, at once. It. It was heavy. It was really heavy. But I'm glad. I, I, I didn't like Jasper giving Steven the backhand like that. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I, I expect better from Steven. He's come so far. Yeah, the, to see him grow so much and to see him just get batted away like a fly, that was a little disappointing. But I, I guess they just didn't have time for a fight scene. Yeah, but in the situation, Lapis needed to stand up for herself. That's what needed That's what needed to happen. Well, yeah, that's that's exactly what Jasper was saying, actually. Although Jasper thought that... Lapis would make a different decision, but yeah. Lapis did. It was between them. Uh, poor Lapis. Poor Lapis. I I hope she gets happy someday. I just I want to see a happy Lappy. We're on the road to recovery. We really are. This was this was the first big step for her. You know, admitting that 
these emotions are complex and they can't just be nailed down to one specific uh, feeling and that she didn't quite feel the way she thought she felt about uh, this horrible person while still being able to say no to a situation she knew was not going to end well. I think that the episode ends on a really good note for Lapis's recovery because I, I, I get called back to Space Race, the where Pearl, you know, I think I'd rather stay here on Earth with, with me, with you. And then, you know, just like, then Lapis is like, yeah, the, the ocean is pretty from up here. So, healing. Yeah. Healing. It was a very, very mature episode. It was. I could have, I will, there, there is some criticism though. I could have stood for it to be a little more subtle. Yeah, that that might have helped. I I I just didn't like Jasper in this one. It was very anticlimactic. Like the the biggest thing we have tangibly as a villain other than Yellow Diamond in the series and she just sort of shows up for a minute and then she's gone. And then boom, battlefield removal. Yeah, just it felt very like it felt like it didn't, like, the show didn't honor Jasper's presence enough, you know, of being really the person who got, almost got everybody's, got his stuff messed up. Yeah, I think, I think in this case, the episode, uh, I don't know, because they need a bunch of Lapis feeling miserable to set it up, but I still think they could have given Jasper another minute or two of screen time if they had really messed with it. I, I don't know. It would have been hard, but yeah. maybe they could have. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose. But, oh well, I'm, I'm certain that when we do a full episode about Alone at Sea, that's going to be, hopefully we'll know more about how Lapis ends up, but we'll still have a lot to talk about. I will start writing my Lapis thesis. My Lassus. <laughs> well, you have at least two months, so. <laughs> You're not wrong. Oi, we have, here I was afraid we were going to run out of episodes, and here we get this. Thank you. The Stephen gods have been kind. But now we have the last episode of the week, Greg the Babysitter. And I think this was a high note to end the week on. Absolutely. Greg the Babysitter, uh, it's it's perfect. It's perfect. It's a perfect episode to watch for someone, and not to sound conceited, but it's a perfect episode for me and people of my age. Because, <laughs> uh, like, I, I just turned 20. I'm moving out soon. And I'm starting to feel the the stranglehold of adulthood sort of grapple with me. And I don't know. It just feels perfect. It might just be me because I relate to Greg so much. I think I think everybody in the show knows how much I feel like Greg at times. I cannot relate to Greg because I have <laughs> never had an alien warlord throw me up in the air and catch me. That would be so cool. Yeah, I, I just, I can't, I can't relate to Greg, you know? It's just, it's such a divide between me, a normal human being, and uh, him, a person who helped give birth to a half-rock, half-person. You know, it's, it's hard, it's hard to relate, but... Uh, there, there were so many good characters in this episode. I think Vidalia was on point. Oh, absolutely. I loved Vidalia in this. But Rose was pretty good, too. But I think we're missing the star. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the coolest baby in the cosmos. <laughs> yes, this is true. This is a verifiable fact. Goodness, I dug sour cream so much. Ugh. I don't know how he's able to get up that Ferris wheel. He must be half gem himself. Absolutely. I, I think everyone's half gem. I think everyone is. 
Yeah, I mean, Rose only thought she was the first, but she was only the first to do it with so little subtlety. Yep, yep. Everyone, uh, yeah, she had like a, a lot of fanfare to it, but everybody else did it just quietly. Like, yeah, it's what happens. Don't make a big deal about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come on, man. But yeah, it's, I, I don't know, it, it felt really good. I like how it started out with a beautiful song. But I, I liked Rose's little, little thing about what she likes about humans and the calling sour cream a mini human. Yeah. Did you make him? Did, is, did you make him? Oh, oh, we have a lot to talk about, Rose. <laughs> oh, goodness, no. I think she knows where babies come from. Otherwise, she wouldn't have asked if he made him. He would have, She would have been asking about, like, did you find him or something? Maybe. I don't know. I do not know. I mean, because she's probably familiar with how other animals breed. Maybe. I don't know. Possibly. Possibly. I don't. I can't imagine. I can't imagine Rose wandering through a zoo or watching Discovery Channel. I don't know. She's been around for like five thousand years. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. this planet. Yeah. She's had her time. But th- there was there was a lot of there was a lot of cute little subtle moments like um the like wh- exactly what Rose said. About humans, that was it was very poignant. Like, it, we can we can we can talk funny about this uh, kids cartoon for as much as we want. That was that was very that was that was a very like I don't I don't want to say that was a deep thing, but like that was it was a very deep thing to say. Well, maybe maybe we can use the word empowering. That was that was empowering. It was poignant. It was poetic. Deep yet relatable. Yeah, deep yet relatable. Put it on a placard. Hang it above my bed. Uh, so we had the mystery at the end of Kiki's Pizza Delivery Service. I think the mystery in this episode is who was Vidalia's babysitter? And, you know, I was talking with some other people, and we think it had to have been Jamie. Jamie? Jamie's about the right age. He looks like he's older than the cool kids, but younger than the cool kids' parents. And Jamie would get caught up in the drama zone for the death of a hamster. Uh, oh my god, you you could totally be right. So it could be somebody we've never seen before, but it could also be Jamie. Jamie completely fits the bill. That sounds like it could totally be plausible. This is a plausible theory, and I'm headcanning it. You know headcanning what? Yeah. it until we hear otherwise. Yeah, yeah, I... You know what? I'll adopt that headcanon. I like it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie the babysitter. But yeah, in that moment where Greg is just talking about babies, like, oh my god, I'm a baby. Like, do you want to get down? Uh, same, same, Greg. Same. You and me, buddy. <laughs> uh, it was like, like you said about what Rose said, uh, deep yet relatable. This, this whole, this whole well, episode. That, that's what, that's what Greg said about that's, what Rose said. Oh yeah. Deep yet relatable. I, I think that's, that's the whole episode for me, but maybe just for me. I like, I like Rose showing off that, uh, warrior's strength. Oh, that was incredible. <laughs> And she's so sweet. And so... She's, oh. Of course, we have to ask, why did Rose simply not go up and get sour cream or go up and get Greg? Because uh, de- deus ex machina. Okay, because of reasons is the answer that we're looking for? Yeah, because uh, then Greg wouldn't be able to be in a be, be in a, a, a precarious situation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So I think they might have wrote themselves into a corner. Yeah, but... may- maybe just just a little bit. Wrote themselves into a corner. Would this corner happen to be Hunter's head cannon corner? That's right. Welcome, kids. No, that would have that would have been a really good uh, setup if I had anything to say. Yeah, if you had 
any headcanon at all for this situation. I don't, I don't have anything for this week. This week was fantastic. I loved it. So, again, all in all, I preferred week one to this, but that does not mean this was a weak week. W-E-A-K-W-E-E-K. Come on! <laughs> hey, Steven got to call cutting the cheese a pun when it wasn't. Uh, so. It wasn't, but that wasn't a pun. It was a reference to Steven's lying. Huh? The, when he said sorry for using the same pun Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yeah. not a pun. That's not I a pun. I forgive you. Uh, all right. Let's... Overall, good. Uh, overall, good. Overall, good. Um, I loved uh, loved Monster Reunion. Loved Greg the Babysitter. Go team. Yep. You know, ra- round of applause. You know, high fives all around. Looking forward to week three. There's uh, there's some good stuff coming. If oh any of you guys have seen the previews. I'm ready. My body is ready. So. I'm, I'm super ready for... Uh, can, can we can we talk about it? Let's just say Thursday. Yeah, let's let's wait till Thursday. But yeah, super ready for Thursday. I'm super ready for Tuesday. Um, Tuesday. Yes, I'm ready for judging by the uh judging by the title. I'm ready for Wednesday. That's gonna be an interesting day. <sighs> Chickens are finally coming home to us. We get to see uh see what we are wondering about, and it's not gonna be in. It's not going to be what we thought we'd get out of out of these episode titles, but it'll. Uh, from what I hear, it doesn't sound like it'll disappoint. Yep, I'm ready. So, uh, we'll see you guys next week. We'll be talking about week three, which, in case you didn't tell or couldn't tell, we have some reason to be hyped for that. Until then, I'm GC13, and I'm Hunter. Later, kiddos. Have a have, have a good day. I hope you guys are guys are doing fine. Let's 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 end this on a happy note. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.